fans to episode number 198 of the Locked On New York Rangers podcast. I'm your host, John Chick. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts that your car will ever need. And today, I want to pretty much just pick up where we left off yesterday. In yesterday's episode, we discussed some of the Rangers prospects who were playing overseas in various leagues, such as the KHL and SHL. We really only scratched the surface. We got a couple more to get through today. And then I also wanted to get into some of the Rangers minor league free agents. You know, we've been talking quite a bit about the eight free agents, the eight impending free agents on the Rangers roster, but there are actually a couple of guys on the Wolfpack roster as well. So we're getting into all that, and we're going to start today with Igor Rykov. Now, the Rangers have loaned him to HC CSKA Moscow of the KHL. And for anybody who might need a refresher, Rykov was selected by the New Jersey Devils in the fifth round of the 2016 NHL draft, going number 132 overall. Overall, the Rangers acquired him as part of the trade that sent Michael Grabner to the Devils. They also got a second round draft pick for 2018 that they then traded to the Senators in order to move up into the first round and select K. Andre Miller at number 22 overall. So that Grabner deal has a chance to pay enormous dividends for the Rangers, and it made all the sense in the world for the Rangers to move Grabner at that time. I know he was an exciting player. I know he had a great season for the Rangers, but he was on an expiring contract. He was probably overachieving a little bit that season, and the Rangers were entering a rebuild. So you end up with K. Andre Miller, a big-time prospect for the Rangers, and you also get Rykov, a prospect in his own right. Now, as far as Rykov making the Rangers this year, it's definitely possible, but I gotta say there is a little bit of a logjam for the Rangers as far as left-handed defensemen are concerned. Uh, you've got Ryan Lindgren, you've got Mark Stahl, you've got Brandon Smith, and you've got Liber Hayek, who are all probably ahead of him in the pecking order, and then also K. Andre Miller could get the call at so point. So I think it's a great idea to loan Rykov to the KHL for right now. I think it makes all the sense in the world, especially when you consider that it doesn't seem all that likely that he's going to make the Rangers opening night roster or anything like that. Uh, however, with Mark Stahl and Brendan Smith, as we've talked about, they are probably on their last legs with the Rangers. They are free agents after this next season. I think both will probably be gone after next season at the very latest, and that could open up a spot for Rykov. And this is easy to forget, but Rykov was actually uh, somewhat in the running to make the Rangers opening night roster last season, but an injury did him no favors. And before you know it, you know, he's behind guys like Ryan Ling and Liber Hayek in the pecking order, but he did end up skating in 27 games with the Wolfpack last season, picked up two goals and nine assists, and in 157 career KHL games, he has five goals and 28 assists, so he definitely does project more as the stay-at-home defenseman type, but that's fine. As we talked about in yesterday's episode, the Rangers have a surplus of two-way defensemen, offensive-minded defensemen, so it's fine to have more of the stay-at-home type here, as Rykov seems to be. He is six foot two, 205 pounds, and we'll see if an opportunity opens up for Rykov next season with the Rangers. I'm not so sure we see him with the Rangers next season, but I think it's basically a lock that he will make his Ranger debut no later than the season after this upcoming season, because again, by then, uh, Smith and Stahl will be out of the picture for the Rangers. And it's kind of a side note, if you're the Rangers, do you really want to go into next season with Brennan Smith and Mark Stahl still on this roster? And again, I don't want to be too mean here, uh, 
Mark Stahl has been a staple of the Ranger blue line for many, many years. He is the second longest tenured Ranger after Henrik Lundqvist. And he was, again, a key contributor, a top four defenseman on a lot of these Ranger teams that made deep playoff runs and even went to the Stanley Cup Finals in 2014. But I just feel like he's clearly on the back nine of his career, 33 years old. And I just don't see him bouncing back with a great season for the Rangers next year. And it's kind of the same thing for Brennan Smith. Now, he's a little bit younger. He's 31. But he's kind of been trending in the wrong direction over the last couple seasons as well. And you have two defensemen who are both on the wrong side of 30. I mean, they're not ancient. It's not like these guys are about to fall apart and they're incapable of playing hockey anymore. But again, they're on the wrong side of 30. You have a team that's still kind of in this rebuilding phase. What's the upside here to keeping Smith and Stahl on this roster? What is the point, really? I mean, you've got young defensemen coming along who I'm sure, if you're the Rangers, you would like to get out there on the ice, get some valuable seasoning in the NHL, especially if you feel like they're ready. There's no sense in waiting around an extra year to get these guys on your NHL roster just to hang on to Mark Stahl and Brandon Smith for an entire another season, and especially when you consider that there's little to no chance of either guy being back after next season ends. So, it just doesn't really make a lot of sense for the Rangers to enter next season with Smith and Stahl both still on this roster. You could maybe get away with one of the two. And, you know, something else that we've talked about on this podcast is that it's good to have a couple of veterans in the room. You know, it's exciting to have this young up-and-coming team where everybody's on a, a great trajectory and looking like they're going to be a star in a couple of years. It's great to have a roster like that, but you got to have a couple of vets in the room. So, I mean, I think it's fine to keep at least one of them, but I think the Rangers really have to do their best to find a way to move either Smith or Stahl this offseason and open up a spot for an Igor Rykov or maybe even a Liber Hayek, you know, somebody who would be on the outside looking in if both Smith and Stahl are still on this roster next season. And Rykov has a chance, like we said, you know, he's kind of slipped down the pecking order a little bit, but we've seen time and time again, if you perform, this franchise will give you the opportunity. So if Rykov comes back to the Wolfpack for this upcoming season, plays well down there, if somebody on the Ranger roster either gets injured or struggles a bit, I think there's a very good chance we see Rykov make his Ranger debut next season. But if he doesn't make it next season, like I said, I think it's a, basically a slam dunk. He will make his debut the season after that. Today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless and seemingly intimidating questioning, like, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX, and have to wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse just happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership? RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, let's keep it moving here and talk a little bit about Lori Pahunieme. 
I will work on the pronunciation. I feel like I'm close. That is a little bit of a tongue twister, though. And, uh, yeah, we'll definitely have time to work on it uh, if and when he makes his Ranger debut. But he is currently playing with HCTPS of Finland's Liga. And the Rangers took him in the fifth round with the number 132 overall pick in the 2018 NHL draft. He is a 20-year-old right winger. Pahu Nieme scored 26 goals last season, which was the third highest in all of Liga. He also had 14 assists for a total of 40 points in 49 games last season. And that represented an enormous jump from the previous year when he had just five goals and eight assists in 44 games. Going from 13 points to 40 points from one year to the next, obviously a tremendous jump. And in 125 career Liga games, just to take a look at his whole career there, he has scored 33 goals and dished out 27 assists. He's off to a good start with TPS this season as well. He had an assist on the game-winning goal back on September 3rd. And if I had to bet on whether or not we see Pahu Nieme on the Rangers for this upcoming season, I would bet against it. Uh, when you consider the fact that he's only 20 years old and was a fifth-round draft pick, it doesn't seem like a Ranger debut is all that imminent. Although, we have talked quite a bit on this podcast about how the Rangers will allow you to, you know, kind of overcome your draft pick position and kind of overcome the fact that maybe you're not an A-plus prospect. Uh, we've seen guys, you know, Ryan Lindgren, I think, is like the quintessential example where he basically just forced his way under the Rangers, took the bull by the horns, and pretty much remained there and looks to be a fixture for this team going forward. So the Rangers will give you a chance if you play well enough, but Pahu Nieme has not even played on the Wolfpack yet, so I get the feeling we could see him at Hartford at some point next season. That's assuming we even get an AHL season, but that would seem to make the most sense because I don't think Pahu Nieme is a guy who projects to just skip the AHL entirely and head right to the NHL. Uh, but the Rangers have to be feeling good about where he is. Just uh, an enormous jump in point totals, and he certainly seems to be ahead of schedule, especially when you consider that he was a fifth-round draft pick. And I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves here, but this is how championship teams get formed. When you hit on those late-round draft picks and you get guys who you take in the fourth, the fifth, the sixth round, and they end up becoming big-time uh contributors to your franchise. And we're not there yet. There's still a long way to go here. Obviously, he's still 20 years old. He has not even made his AHL debut, much less his NHL debut. But you never know, maybe somewhere down the line, Pahu Nieme uh, gets an opportunity with the Rangers, makes the most of it, and sticks on the team. We will see what happens. Moving on to Leve Altonen. He is a 19-year-old right winger, Five foot nine, 176 pounds, selected in the fifth round by the Rangers in last year's draft. He went number 130 overall, currently playing for Calavan Payo of Liga, and he picked up two points, a goal, and an assist on Saturday in a preseason game. With Liga last season, though, surprisingly, he had only one goal and six assists in 45 games, although among Liga players who were in their under-19 season or younger, Altonen tied for seventh in assists and in points. Uh, prior to moving to... Calavan Pio's Liga team, however. Altonen spent parts of four seasons with the junior hockey team, and during that time, he skated in 66 games and had 20 goals and 37 assists, so it could be a case where he's just kind of getting used to that next level of competition. He is still very young, but you know, considering that he was only a fifth-round pick and that he still seems to be searching for the scoring touch overseas, it does not seem likely that we see Altonen on the Rangers next season, but we will keep our eye on him as well. And then finally, you've got Calais Zhalian. He is a 20-year-old defenseman, six foot one, 179 pounds. The Rangers took him in the fifth round of the 2017 NHL draft, going number 145 overall. He is currently playing with Lexans of the SHL, and he picked up an assist to help his team earn a win in the Skoda Trophy Tournament last Friday. Uh, he split last season between Lexans in the SHL and Vasturas in 
Alsvenskan. In 46 career games with Alsvenskan, he has two goals and 11 assists. He's probably a ways down the pecking order for the Rangers, but we will keep an eye on him as well. The other thing that I wanted to do before we wrap up here for the day is get into the four impending minor league free agents that the Rangers have going into this offseason. You've got Matt Bolesky. He is an unrestricted free agent. Vinny Letary, he is also an unrestricted free agent. Boone Nieves, a restricted free agent. And J.F. Baraby, an unrestricted free agent. Let's go ahead and start with Vinny Letary here, a 25-year-old center. He spent his college career at the University of Minnesota, and it was kind of a weird season for Letary because he never got a chance to play for the Rangers despite having done so in each of the prior two seasons. And by comparison here, just to kind of make the uh, statement that he probably was underused by the Rangers this past season, I mean, again, it's just really surprising to me that we didn't see him a single time with the blue shirts at the NHL level. Here's, by comparison, some other players and how many games they played for the Rangers this past season. And keep in mind, Vanilla Terry played absolutely zero. So Greg McKaig, Skated in 53 games with the Rangers this past year. Liber Hayek, I know he plays a different position, but just stick with me for this. He skated in 28 games with the Rangers this past season. Michael Haley had 22. Philip DiGiuseppe had 20. Stephen Fogarty had 7. And Tim Gettinger had 2. How does Letary not see the ice even a single time for the Rangers last season when all these players I just mentioned got the amount of games that I just told you? Letary played 27 games for the Rangers the season prior and 19 games the season before that, so a total of 46 games in his NHL career. Now, he only had two goals and six assists in those 46 games, so it's not like he was setting the world on fire when he played with the Rangers, but this is a guy who would produce points at a high level in the AHL. I mean, over the last three seasons with the Wolfpack, he has appeared in 164 games. He has scored 71 goals and picked up 60 assists. So 131 points in 164 games in the AHL over the last three seasons. And this past season, he led the Wolfpack with 25 goals and also had 22 assists. But that's not good enough to make the jump to the NHL. Letary can't even get a look by the Rangers. He can't crack the roster a single time the entire season. But guys like Michael Haley and Stephen Fogarty and Tim Gettinger can. Like, what am I missing here? Now, you could argue that guys like Haley and Fogarty and Gettinger are a little more suited to play on the fourth line. And if that's what the Rangers needed at the time, then so be it. That does make some sense. But if you're Letary, I mean, you've got to be banging your head against the wall, wondering why you're not getting a chance with the Rangers this entire past season. So I got to be honest here, guys. If I'm Letary, and again, he's an unrestricted free agent, I want out. I mean, there's really no chance I'm coming back to the Rangers next season, especially since I'm free to sign with whatever team I want to, you know, provided they have interest in me. Uh, Letary is going to turn 26 in February. It's not ancient by any stretch. But you got to figure this is a guy who wants a chance to stick on an NHL roster and wants a chance to basically get his NHL career off the ground. Uh, again, only eight points in 46 career NHL games. So it's not like the Rangers committed a highway robbery by not allowing him a chance to play this past season. But it still is surprising to me that we did not see him a single time with the Rangers in 2019-2020. So I would bet anything. I don't know this for sure, but it just stands to reason that he's looking for a change of scenery, uh, a chance to start fresh with a new franchise an opportunity to make an NHL roster out of training camp, and he might get that opportunity with a different team. Uh, regardless, I don't think we're going to see Vinny Letary back with the Rangers next season because put yourself in his shoes. Uh, why would you want to stay with a team that didn't use you a single time on its NHL roster this past season? So if Letary leaves, uh, no hard feelings. I totally get it, and uh, we'll see what happens there. But yeah, my money is on Vinny Letary uh, playing elsewhere next season. Let's also talk a little bit about Matt Bolesky here. Uh, Bolesky is a little bit different because... 
I don't think you can really consider him a prospect at this point. He is 32 years old, a left winger, and really, he's bounced between the NHL and the AHL enough times to make your head spin. Uh, in 477 career NHL games, he has 76 goals and 82 assists while playing with the Ducks, Bruins, and Rangers. He was involved in the trade that sent Rick Nash to the Bruins. In exchange for Nash, the Rangers received Bolesky, Ryan Spooner, Ryan Lindgren, a 2018 first-round pick, and a 2019 seventh-round pick. But Bolesky did not play at all with the Rangers this past season. And just for some context, he was selected in the fourth round, number 112 overall by the Ducks back in 2006. But he basically just is what he is at this point. He's a capable veteran. Uh, you can plug him into your lineup on any given night, and he'll at least know what he's doing out there. He's used to playing NHL hockey. But I I also see this as being very similar to the Vinny Letary situation because if I'm Matt Bolesky and I'm an unrestricted free agent, then I won out because the Rangers didn't use me at all this past year. And in fact, in three years with the Rangers organization, uh, Bolesky has appeared in only five NHL games, scoring one goal in that time. So why would you want to stick around if you're Matt Bolesky? Now, to be fair, it's not like, you know, if he hits unrestricted free agency, which definitely seems likely— it's not like teams are going to be lining up and getting into a bidding war for Matt Bolesky, but it's at least possible that he could make an NHL roster next season as just kind of a low-ceiling veteran, as a steady pair of hands, a guy who can go out there and just kind of do his job. And if I'm Bolesky, uh, that's definitely what I'm looking to do, uh, a fresh start with a different franchise next season. So it definitely seems unlikely that he will be back with the Rangers or the Wolfpack next season. Uh, they just simply don't appear to have any plans for him, and there's nothing wrong with that. The Rangers have obviously gone with a youth movement, and they don't want to use one of their NHL roster spots on someone who really doesn't have any upside. So uh, it probably makes sense for both parties to split, and I'm sure, I mean, you never know for sure, but I would imagine Bolesky, as an unrestricted free agent, he's going to look for a fresh start somewhere else and go to a place where he feels he has a chance to be on the NHL roster. Especially, I mean, he's 32 years old. How much more minor league hockey do you want to play? Now, some guys, they just love the game of hockey. I mean, they'll do everything they can to make the NHL roster. If they have to play in the AHL, then so be it. Maybe Bolesky's one of those guys, but you got to believe, uh, you know, being 32 years old, this is somebody who wants to have a fair shot at making an NHL roster somewhere. And, you know, the Rangers right now, it just doesn't really seem to be a fit. So it seems very likely that he will sign on with a different franchise next season. We also got to talk about Boo Nieves. Boo is another guy who we're kind of used to seeing uh, sort of bounce back and forth between the Rangers and the Wolfpack, but he appeared in only four games with the Rangers this past season, zero points, and he has only five goals and 14 assists in 76 career NHL games, all with the Rangers. And this could be a case where the Rangers are basically just kind of giving up on Yeves because they took him in the second round of the draft all the way back in 2012. Eight years later, it really has not worked out. Uh, he's just never been able to stick with the Rangers. You know, again, just bouncing back and forth between the NHL and the AHL. Now, he did play a career-high 43 NHL games with the Rangers in 2018-2019, but he only had four goals and six assists in those 43 games. And that might have sort of been a sink-or-swim moment for Bunievis. They were going to give him a little bit of rope, you know, recognize the fact that they used a second-round draft pick to take him and at least give him a chance. But, you know, again, this past season, only four games with the Blue Shirts. Uh, he did have a decent season with the Wolfpack this past year, picked up five goals and 22 assists in 43 games. But he really doesn't seem to have a place in this Ranger rebuild at this point. When's the last time you've heard anyone really talk about Bunieves at all, much less as, you know, a pillar of this rebuild? It just doesn't happen. Uh, he's going to turn 27 next season. Not ancient, but he just 
hasn't shown enough for the Raiders to commit to him going forward, and he is a restricted free agent, so maybe if there isn't a ton of interest in Nieves, then maybe the Rangers could bring him back on an inexpensive deal, and he could kind of become one of those NHL, AHL swingmen that constantly gets called up and sent down back and forth, back and forth. Uh, but this is what happens. You know, enough years go by, and if your stock doesn't rise, then it falls by default. And it's been a long time since Nieves has been in the conversation of this Ranger rebuild, despite playing center, which is a spot where the Rangers are a little bit thin. So this could go either way. If other teams aren't really all that interested in Boo Nieves, then maybe he's back on the Rangers with an inexpensive deal for next season. And finally, that brings us to J.F. Baraby, a 29-year-old goalie drafted in 2009 by the Los Angeles Kings, going number 95 overall in the fourth round. He has appeared in 34 career NHL games with the Islanders and Blackhawks, going 9-10-4 with a 339 goals against average and only an 898 save percentage in those 34 contests. Baraby this past season started the year with the Flyers. He signed a one-year deal with Philadelphia, but the Flyers, after only playing him in the AHL, dealt him to the Rangers in exchange for future considerations this past February. And for what it's worth, uh, Barabee did play fairly well with the Lehigh Valley Phantoms, the minor league affiliate of the Flyers this past season. He went 12-11-4 with a 256 goals against average and a 906 save percentage. Uh, he then also appeared in seven games with the Hartford Wolfpack, only went 1-6 with a 283 goals against average and an 884 save percentage. And with Barabee, uh, the upside is virtually non-existent, but he at least gives you a goalie with some NHL experience, and depending on what happens with Henrik Lundqvist and Alex Georgiev, it's at least possible that Barabee is back with the Ranger organization next season. Uh, first of all, the Rangers have basically confirmed that either Lundqvist or Georgiev will not be back with the Rangers next year. Uh, they said that the team will not carry three goalies into next season. We know that Igor Shesterkin is going to be there, so do the math, either Lundqvist or Georgiev, or possibly even both, will not be back with the New York Rangers next season. So maybe Barabee sticks around. It's even possible that he opens next season as the backup for Igor Shesterkin if there's a scenario where Lundqvist and Georgiev both move on. Uh, the Rangers don't like to spend big on their backup goalie, and understandably so. There's only so much money to go around, and they almost certainly would not have to spend big to retain Barabee if he's going to be the backup next season. And there might be some people who hear that and say, well, you know, what about Adam Husker? What about Tyler Wall? Uh, keep in mind, the two of them are just 23 and 22 years old, respectively. And Igor Shesterkin definitely looks primed to be the Ranger workhorse in net next season. So if you want Husker or Wall to be the backup on the Rangers, I get that. But the thing is, they're not going to play much, and it might stunt their growth and their progression a little bit, and that doesn't even take into consideration the fact that Huska has played only 37 games with the Wolfpack, and Tyler Wall has not played any. So, some more seasoning might be appropriate for each of them, and maybe that opens the door for Barabee to stick around, possibly even on the NHL roster, or Shesterkin's backup next season, but really, Barabee's only shot at sticking with the Rangers is if Lundqvist and Georgiev both leave, or if he wants to just accept the fact that he's mostly going to play in the AHL next season. I mean, the Rangers might bring him back as just some organizational depth if Lundqvist and Georgiev, one of them, sticks around as Shesterkin's backup. But, you know, Barabee's got to be okay at that point with pretty much understanding that, hey, you're only going to play in the AHL. The only chance you get up to the NHL is if somebody gets injured, basically. But I would think Barabee probably going next season, but it may not be quite as much of a slam dunk as a lot of people might think, just because we don't know what's going to happen with Henrik Lundqvist. We don't know what's going to happen with Alex Georgiev. And the Rangers, like we said, they like to kind of go the inexpensive route when it comes to their backup goalie. 
But that's going to do it for today, guys. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in. If you'd like to get in touch with this podcast, please send an email to LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Once again, that is LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. And definitely give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Once again, that is at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. And once again, just want to uh, make the announcement again here that we are going to be looking to do a Locked On New York Rangers Fantasy Hockey League for next season. The tentative starting date for next season is December 1st. So obviously we would draft a little bit before then. And if you're interested, send me an email. I've already heard from a couple of you guys wanting to jump into the fantasy league and, uh, you know, just have some fun next season. So if you're into fantasy hockey or even if you've never played before, uh, definitely send me an email, DM me on Twitter, but do it fast because spots are starting to fill up fairly quickly here. I mean, we'll see how many teams we get. We could do as few as eight, or we could do as many as, I don't know, 14, 16, maybe even 18, if there's enough interest out there. But I definitely think uh, if you want to do this, definitely get on it fast. Send me an email or DM me on Twitter. Look forward to hearing from you guys. And uh, we'll have a lot of fun. Fantasy hockey and any fantasy sport is always a ton of fun. And uh, it'll be good to just talk to some Ranger fans and, uh, you know, talk a little bit of good-natured smack as the fantasy season progresses next year. But once again, that will do it for today. Thanks again for tuning in. I will see you next time.